Well, hey, everyone. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Off the Bench podcast. Today is Mailbox Monday, and you guys are in for a treat because my friend Dr. Mark Sherwood is coming on the show for Mailbox Monday to answer listener questions. We're going to be talking about vaccines today. We're going to be talking about heartburn. We're going to be talking about ooh, hydrogen bottles. You name it, we're talking about it. This is going to be a lot of fun. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, welcome to the show. You guys want to remind you that I am getting ready to do my women's conference right here in Vancouver at Firmly Planted. We would love for you guys to come out. Listen, I want to encourage you that no matter what is happening in the world around you, the world might be in crisis, but God's people don't need to be. God has given us his word as a lamp in these dark days. He's talking to us about everything from how to take care of our bodies to how to love the people around us. It's one of the reasons why I love his word so much. And you guys, are going to love coming out. So come on out March 1st and 2nd to Vancouver for my women's conference, Shine. You can register right now at HeidiStJohn.com. All right. Without further ado, I would like to welcome with my hydrogen bottle in hand, my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood. Hey, it's good to see you. Yeah, I remembered. Yes, me too. And yes. this is kind of cool. So this is going to be a cheers heavy okay. duty in a minute. I All can't right. Wait. I'm going to, I'll do it right Ready? now because I want to, yeah. Ready? Ready? Go. This is it. I got it, man. I got it. Cheers. Cheers. To anti-oxidation we go. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, man. Sure beats Gatorade. It's really good. It's really, really <laughs> so good. I'm telling you, uh, I, yes. I remembered it today. I was really proud of myself because mm-hmm. I keep it next to my bed. And it's usually the first thing I drink in the morning and the last thing I drink before I go to bed at night. And then I bring it into the studio and then I forget when you're on. So praise God from whom all the scenes <laughs> you, flow. You did it today. Well done. <laughs> I, rem- yeah, I it's remember. So cool. Those things are so awesome because you're, you're, every time you drink that water, you are quenching excessive free radicals. How about that? Mm-hmm. And we have to have water to live. You might as well have a carrier hydrogen that actually quenches free radicals and helps with the aging process. Well, hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all about it. Let's help with the aging process. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> come so on. I mean, come on. I think we're doing pretty good for the shape we're in here, Dr. Mark. Oh, yeah. We're still fighting <laughs> the good fight. Hey, remember, Caleb is our elder, and that guy wanted to climb a mountain and kick some tails. So that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that's absolutely true. <laughs> I had a, a, a listener on YouTube actually ask what brand of hydrogen bottle we use, and people can get this at your website. And I was telling yep. her, I said, it's Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. Where do people get this? That's where to go, correct? Yeah, it's where to go. But if you want a link to get straight to the bottles that we have, here it is right now. You can go to www.fmidr.com forward slash H2. And there will be a place you can get this bottle, the ones that I have and the one that Heidi has. This thing is great. I love it. And uh, again, there's a lot of people asking about hydrogen Mm -hmm. and why you would have hydrogen in your water. Uh, Give us the really quick pitch again as to why it's a really good idea. Yeah, it's becoming more popular, isn't it? So hydrogen is the smallest molecule on the periodic table. What that means is it crosses every barrier. The body has one thing and one thing only that can quench and dismiss excessive free radicals. Free radicals are nothing more than these scavengers that damage cells from adjacent capacities. So free radical buildup can create 
rapid aging. So hydrogen, when it's carried in the water, we drink it. It goes right into the GI tract, just like you're doing. The mm -hmm. first organ it hits is the liver. It begins to diminish free radicals, which also diminish chronic excessive inflammation, which is tied to every disease process. So we're talking about a process that's foolproof that can help us in all ways reduce the biological aging speed and processes and tangentially reduce chronic systemic inflammation. Bunch of studies are out there right now starting to lean that way. A lot of other countries such as Japan, it's pretty mainstream. Um, we're getting it here, but it's, it's, we're getting some pushback because it's just too easy and it's too simple. Well, we're getting some pushback because the people that the overlords of our food system and everything else are completely corrupt. Right before we started today, I, I mm -hmm. said that there an article came out it's yep. all over the news. So this isn't even, you know, Heidi St. John being weird. This is this is everywhere. This is from USA Today. A study has found that Chlormaquat uh, is in Cheerios and other Quaker products, and it is a pesticide. It says uh, four out of five Americans likely have a lesser-known pesticide in their bodies. Four out of five Americans, Mark. Yeah. Thanks to the consumption of certain foods, according to a new study published in the Journal of Exposure Science and Environmental Epidemiology on Thursday, a study found that 80% of tested Americans had the chemical chlormaquat in their mm -hmm. systems, a plant regulating agent that is currently not approved for use on edible crops in the United States. Uh, chlormaquat is a pesticide. It's used as a plant growth regulator. The agricultural chemical works by decreasing stem height. Mm. This prevents crops from bending over, which can make harvesting more difficult. Well, we can't have that. And so what are we doing instead? We're poisoning, uh, we're poisoning yeah. people. What, what, what say you? I mean, this is nuts. It, it, it makes me, it makes my blood boil. Well, that's not the only pesticide that's used. Get this. We actually have a, an approved pesticide known as Roundup that's used. And Roundup right. is used on the same plants right. that you just mentioned this Cormacot is. So the thing is we have an unapproved one and an approved one there. Now, just to let you know, the approved one, which is Roundup, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which is a known carcinogen. What's going up in our country faster than anything else? Cancers. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing this whole industry being corrupted. I believe it's because it's profits over people. And this is ignorant because you look at other countries, they don't even allow this stuff. And we're feeding it to our people. And to make one level deeper into this thing that should make most people are listening now irate is the food and drug administration and all these lobbyists are lobbying lobbying our politicians that know about this and they're subsidizing these industries to make it cheaper and make it more available to the more poor communities no. now that's not okay because uh, it makes the poor communities then get sicker faster, yep. makes them more dependent upon medicines for the government. And there you go. You got your Babylonian style 101 relived. Yep. It's so frustrating. And the study has found that the chemical is in 92% of oat-based foods yeah. that were purchased and tested in May of 2023, including Quaker oats mm -hmm. and Cheerios. And here's, this is a big bummer. It was found in both traditional and organic oat and wheat based yep. foods. I just am, I don't know. I mean, 
Very fresh. Very fresh. People need to grow their own food. I mean, really, you guys, get a garden, get a cow, you know, get your own milk, start your own little. I mean, I just, you know, I mean, I'm trying really hard not to freak out over here, but it just, it makes me mad. Uh, This says that studies have found that chlormaquat is linked to infertility, Mm -hmm. disrupted fetal growth, delayed puberty, and disruptions to the metabolic system. Well, okay, let's put it in our food. Let's do that. Yeah. Look at our little kids today. Yeah. You, not to mention another one that we didn't talk about that's in Roundup. It's called atrazine. That's a known estrogenic compound, which we're seeing this um, feminization of America, yeah, you yeah, know, in yeah. our little boys. And so this is not just a this is not just a spiritually and culturally confusing issue. This is actual physical. It's yeah. really, really happening. People need to wake up, and I'm with you. We need to separate ourselves and become truly independent people again and quit being dependent upon a system that's bent on destruction of us. Yep, yep. So true. This leads me into an anonymous question from a Washingtonian. Mark, what could cause an irregular period in a 23-year-old healthy woman? Well, first of all, stress is a big deal. Chemicals are a big deal. Just to segue from what you said, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes overstress, and this makes perfect sense if people would get this, when we activate the autonomic nervous system through what we perceive as stress, we get an increase of blood pressure, we get a decrease in appetite, we get our stress hormone cortisol to go up. Cortisol is made from cholesterol the same material that also makes progesterone, estradiol, and testosterone. So it makes perfect sense that if you have a lot of stress going on, cortisol would be mandatorily produced, therefore shunting all the cholesterol production, manufacturing ability to to cortisol away from your sex steroid hormone. So this can absolutely disrupt the periods of anybody uh, female that's still menstruating um, anytime. A stress is really a <laughs> not so overt mm-hmm. killer anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's one of the reasons why you and I have been such strong proponents of get outside, you guys. Yeah. Uh, go for a walk. Drink your hydrogen water. You know me. I mean, yeah. I'm up every morning really early. It's taken me after my surgery. I don't know why, but it just has taken me a long time to sort of get my mojo back. Yeah. But it's been helpful for me just to be in my uh, in my sauna, in my little infrared sauna. I try to do that six days a week if I can. We've got to be able to take care of ourselves. And it's really hard for people that are working 50, 60 hours a week. If you're taking care of little ones, even more difficult. But uh, we need to be focused on that. And I, I so appreciate you sort of leading the way. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We have been through a lot 
in the last several years, haven't we? Cultural confusion, political unrest, pandemics, marriage and family challenges, losses, and more. It can be easy to fear the future. Sometimes it feels safer just to keep to ourselves, to protect ourselves and insulate our families from confusing messages and the culture at large. The temptation to isolate from the culture can be tempting, but we were born to be a light in the darkness. And in fact, Jesus said, we are the light of the world. He has called us to be lights for Christ right now. But what does that look like? Well, in Psalm 107, verse two, the psalmist said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And at this year's Faith That Speaks conference, that's exactly what we're going to learn to do. We're going to learn to say so. So if you're longing to play a larger role in God's unfolding story in the next year, if you want to learn how to boldly declare who you are in Christ through time in God's word, worship, and conversation, then the Shine Conference is for you. Join me for several teaching sessions, a live Q&A, and worship that's led by my family. And we're going to give you an opportunity to engage directly as we tackle the tough questions with truth and grace. It's time for God's people to find their voice and shine like never before. I can't wait to see you at the Shine Conference this year, March 1st and 2nd, right here in Vancouver, Washington. And you can register today at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Ellie in Montana says she's been suffering from acid reflux for Mm -hmm. months. It first showed up in her throat. Now she's got lots of heartburn. And if I don't watch what I eat, I wake up feeling nauseous at night. Uh, She's taking probiotics uh, and a stomach liner from the local health food store. And she's also seeing this other other listener has the same thing. She has GERD. And she says Mm -hmm. when she swallows, her food gets about halfway down and it burns as she's eating. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's going on? Well, Ellen Montana and other listener just understand that um, poor standard American diet food is really acidic. So the acidity of that creates the burn. Most of the time, it's not a uh, too much stomach acid. It's not enough to help break down the acidity of the processed food that's in our gut. And Ellie, in your case, you could be eating too late. Poor food eating too late. As you lie down, the gravity is going to simply push that acidity up towards that esophageal sphincter. And that acid, you can feel that because you can feel it in your lower throat area. Over the course of time, that can absolutely create a burning uh, process there and actually lead to some disintegration of that. GERD, for those of listeners, is called gastroesophageal reflux disease. Now, is it a disease? I don't think so. Is it a diagnosis? Yes. And the remedy is typically to give you things like pantroprazole, omeprazole, things like that to knock off the acid, to sort of seal off that acid pump. But those things should be used only temporarily, not years and years and years. They haven't even been studied for years and years and years and years. If we use those that long, they will also lead to potential high blood pressure issues and a lack of B12 transportation in the body, all of which are not good issues. So for Ellie, in your case, what you want to do is cut out the processed foods, don't eat so late, give yourself two or three hours, and consider something that I use to sort of remedy that. It's called HCLEs, HCLEs, and you can reach right out to us and get that. It works like magic. It's got a lot of soothing things for the gut. So for both of the callers, Ellie and the other one, HCLEs would be great for you to add to your repertoire along with healthy eating. 
All right. And they can get that at Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. Is that the way to reach out to you? Correct. Yes. All right. I love that. Uh, this it's you know it's interesting because stress can affect it too, right? Oh, I had a friend yeah. who had been diagnosed with an ulcer, a stomach ulcer, and it turned out she'd just been living with stress when it's un you know and untreated for months and months and months. But these are things that people can find help for, right? They can. I mean, the thing about stress, and I always tell people to do, just do one thing for me. You know, people just just. Take one minute a day. You get 1,440 minutes. And this is practical wisdom. One minute, 60 seconds. Just be quiet. Mm. Just shh, be quiet and listen to the voice that's inside you, which I believe is the voice of God myself. And just listen and be quiet. And that silence is golden, man. And 30 seconds in, you're going to be like, okay, I wish this time would go faster. 45 seconds, you're going to be going, hey, this is not so bad. 60 seconds, then you're like, can I have more? Do this longer. The body wants to be quiet. It wants to be at peace. And that's one way to sort of counterbalance that stress system. Mm. That's good. T in Tennessee has a question for Dr. Mark. As a family, we have a two-year-old who has multiple seizures after Mm. a vaccine. This caused us to do further research. But as a nurse, I was disgusted with the ingredients that included abortal fetal cell lines, and it goes against what we believe. I feel conviction about this, but I'm not sure what a Christian perspective is. Can you help her out? That's a challenging one, especially as a nurse. You've been trained that vaccines were good and necessary. I don't believe that vaccines started off all evil intent. I think it was a simple process of looking at the science of the human body and trying to figure out how to create you know, your own antibodies to things you might face one day. Yep. Not a bad idea, but boy, it has been corrupted over the time, as we see with so many vaccines being used now, over 60 to present dates that are being used on people. That's crazy. And we, we are vaccinating people too much. As far as your daughter goes, I think the, um, the, the, the reasonable remedy here is to sort of, God talks about this, he talks about it in Matthew or Mark chapter 16. If you drink deadly poison, it will not harm you. So begin to claim that over your child and over your life because we all make decisions sometimes. We're like, ah, oh, why did I do that? So don't live in shame and don't live in the in the shame burden of decisions you've made. So let that go. Let go and love at this point. With your daughter, um, look at really including food. I'm assuming she's on good hard food. Try to go more or less a lower processed food diet as you can. Just like we previously talked, those foods that we just mentioned that that Heidi said so good about describing in cereals that many kids are eating, they also create inflammation. Inflammation is a trigger to more seizures. And all the ingredients you talk about in the vaccines, those are the same type of nasty, horrific ingredients that are fed to people every day in food. So don't separate the two. It's all the same pot of evil that's being infected into America. Damn. And you guys actually have a cereal, right? That's coming out. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. I, I've been excited about a lot of things and many of, many of you know, I'm a pretty passionate guy, but I'm excited <laughs> about the, the kingdom crunch that we're coming out with two flavors, peanut butter, and Aussie berry, and it's got the texture of a cocoa puff. Remember those things? Mm-hmm. And it's so good. And they have it has 11 grams per serving of protein, four grams of good healthy fats, zero sugars, zero. 
Wow. And it's all healthy ingredient. It is the most healthy cereal I know. And my hope and prayer is that God will use that thing to put in the hands of anybody that's listening right now and more across this great nation. Yeah, we've got to start changing the way that we eat, the things that we eat. And uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Speaking of that, we've got an anonymous listener in Alabama who wants to know how she can help her husband with his type 2 diabetes. She said that they subscribed to one of the expensive meal plans that made shipped pre-made food but had to stop because it was so expensive. She's been researching menu plans that she can make at home, but she feels that they're not at the level they need to be when it comes for caring for her husband. Mm. Well, uh, Anonymous in Alabama, I have good news for you. Type 2 diabetes can be stopped and reversed forever. No one in this country, no one in the world should have type 2 diabetes. It is absolutely something that has been created by our own system, and it's been used for great profit. So here's what you're going to do. I'm going to give you some simple things that you do. Write this down, okay? Number one, I want you to get good, clean protein. Do the best you can. Look for organic, grass-fed, grass-finished, wild-caught, free-range, you know the old drill. Do the best you can. Do the best you can for your husband with above-ground, non-root vegetables. Above-ground, non-root vegetables. And if you can go organic, great. If you can't, wash them. Just wash them really good. You can get some some vinegar and uh, water and wash them, right? Um, and he can have as many of those as he can that will not raise his blood sugar. And then from a fat source, again, I didn't talk about potatoes and fruits. We're going to get it fixed, get it corrected. We'll come back to those later. From fats, coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, macadamia nut oil. And if you'll keep the fats and if he wants to have nuts and seeds, make them plain, no burned seed oils, just plain nuts and seeds. You'll be able to keep your costs down. You'll be able to give a, a bunch of different options for him to have. He can have as much of that as he wants to. Don't diet. Let him eat when he's hungry. Let him not eat when he don't want to. And watch his blood sugar go down and watch him get off of any medication. And then, you know what? This is important. Make sure that he gets a hold of a doctor that's not going to continue to push medications and gives him confidence and you confidence yeah. in what you're doing to remedy that curse of type 2 diabetes. Yeah. If you're having a meal, I'm going to ask you just a personal question, Mark, because yeah, yeah, it seems interesting to me. So you and your lovely wife are making a meal at home. What's yeah. a what's a typical day of eating look like for Dr. Mark and Michelle? Oh, we're so simple. In the morning, I'll get up and typically I'll have um, a cup of mold-free organic coffee. I think I like that little flavor and it's good. And then um, I'll go work out. And I, I have my prayer time. I go work out every day and then I go to work. I haven't ate yet. Go figure. And then when I get to work, I sometimes have one of those Kingdom Fuel drinks. I do. I get a shake and I have that. And I'll typically mix it in some maybe unsweetened almond milk or water. And I'll I'll throw maybe if I, if I want to mix it, I'll put maybe a handful of berries in there or something like that. And then I'll go probably until noon or one o'clock before eating anything else. And then I'll typically have a salad. Uh, whether it be spinach or kale or arugula or something like that, and some protein, which many times for us is like a fish. I like fish a lot, so I typically eat that. So I have fish, you know, kind of a, a salad like that. Evening time, I typically do the same thing again, some type of salad, some type of vegetable, some type of protein. And I will use olive oil, uh, macadamia nut oil, or avocado oil as a dressing on there. And then I'll have nuts and seeds occasionally. I don't have a lot of fruit. 
Um, but I, I'm not against fruit. I'll have some berries, some strawberries, red berries, blueberries from time to time, and even apples. All right. So I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So I started, uh, well, you know me, I'm always making sourdough bread, but well, yeah. I started dehydrating fruit a couple of, huh? like uh, maybe a month ago, mostly because, you know, I have, so, I have enough kids still at home that really like the fruit and sometimes it goes bad. It sits there and goes bad. And I was like, well, this is stupid. I'm just going to start yeah. slicing up the apples and slicing up the bananas. Uh, what do you say about that for a snack, dehydrated apples? Yeah, for kids, it's a pretty good thing. As we get to adults, our communication between insulin and blood sugar can get a little bit awkward, that a little bit so slow. sad. So many things yeah. when we're getting older. It's like, come on. <laughs> it's not for sissies, is it, right? No. Um, but as long as it doesn't raise blood sugar, it's it's not a bad thing. It's all about the amount. It's all about the individuals. If, if you're just doing that occasionally – um, it's not going to hurt you. It's actually kind of nice. It's kind of sweet. But the compressing, the drying of that does raise the glycemic level and converts it to blood sugar faster. But as long as you're not eating a giant, What if you're putting that it, really good cinnamon on it? Oh, that makes it even better. That makes me eat more, actually, for the truth about it. Because <laughs> that's good for, right? Isn't that good for uh, blood oh. sugar? That, I can't remember the name of the cinnamon, sugar. but the um, I got the good stuff. I said mm-hmm. I did what you said, and I got the really the really good cinnamon. And we do those yeah. apple slices with that really Ugh. yummy cinnamon. And I heard that that is helpful to uh, regulate blood sugar. It does, and I'll give you one tip with that. If you got that dried fruit, if you'll get some organic nut butter, right, and mm-hmm. they can dip it in there, right, it adds some adds a That's little making bit. Making me hungry, Mark. It. Oh my gosh, I'm getting hungry. I know, man. I haven't had my my second meal today. I just want you to know right now. So, you know, you dip that in there. It will slow down even blood sugar even better like that. So there you go, man. A little All tip right. of the day. All right. That sounds, that sounds real. I'm, I mean, I'm on board. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. I'm tracking, I'm tracking with you. I love that. And I know some of my kids are, you know, the kids really like oh. it and Jay really likes it. And it's just, although today I will say I did have some teriyaki chicken for lunch. I did. <laughs> I, I was like... Teriyaki chicken is like, you don't have to ask. Someone said, do you want some teriyaki? And I was like, you do not have to ask me twice. The answer like, is yes. I just nodding my head. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, of course I do. All right. So that we are out of time for the regular show, but I have so many more questions. So we're going to come back. Uh, an anonymous listener in Texas is struggling with obsessive compulsive disorder. She's okay. curious to know what you think about that. And then uh, we had a really interesting question come in from, well, actually two of them. Uh, Kaylee in Missouri and Liz in Utah struggling with hypothyroidism. Mm. And so one of them for sure has a doctor that wants to put them on medication, but they're worried about the side effects. You and I talked about this before, but we're getting so many more questions that are coming in. I'm going to go back to these because they were well-worded and I want to kind of revisit that. And then also an anonymous listener in Alabama is asking about a situation with their granddaughter. So I'm going to have you come back for happy hour in just a minute. We'll continue answering questions for the VIPers and subscribers to the show. But I want to say thank you. Where can people find you online? They can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. And uh, we're just trying to help folks, man. I I really so much appreciate being on here with you. This is a, one of my favorite things I get to do and, and it, get to answer the wonderful listeners' questions. And thank you so much for everyone that, that writes in these beautiful questions. Just amazing. Just a great time. Yeah, it really is. We really look forward to this. I echo with my friend, uh, Dr. Mark, and I want to say thank you, Mark, for coming on. I really appreciate it. You are a national treasure, a hope dealer, and I appreciate you sticking around for happy hour. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
You're welcome. For more information on my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood and his beautiful wife, Michelle, they have an amazing practice in functional medicine in Oklahoma. And you can find out more at sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. We appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate those of you who are subscribing to the show and praying for us. If you would like to submit a question, the way to do that is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And that is where you can submit those questions and we will be sure to pass them along to Dr. Mark Sherwood. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you are subscribed to the podcast, stick around because happy hour is coming right back. And everybody else, have a great day. We love you guys. Love your people well. And I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.